Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Christians United Ministries. I my name is Travis English today, and today we are doing a Bible reading. Uh, today we are starting with Matthew five. Uh, this is just the beginning, just the Beatitudes, which is just the first eleven verses of Matthew five. This is the beginning of Sermon of the Mount, and. Here, Jesus is talking directly to us. In the Gospels, which is Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, we actually hear directly from Jesus Christ. Um, in, this, in this chapter, we hear a lot from him. Again, we're only doing the Beatitudes, but, but there is a lot. It's going to be all weekend. It's going to be Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Friday is f- the rest of five. Saturday is six. And... We're going to finish off on Sunday with Matthew 7. And Monday, we'll do Matthew 8 just to fill a gap in between the beginning of the week and this weekend. So um, I'm very excited about this. This is my favorite chapter. This is my favorite part. 13 was my favorite chapter. 5, 6, and 7, all three together are the... This is my whole favorite. The Sermon on the Mount is my absolute favorite chapter. so I just want to throw it out there. So we're just starting with the, first, the Beatitudes, which is the first 11 verses. So let's go to Matthew 5. We're going to start at right first one. All right, here we go. Remember, Matthew 5. And I am in, again, just for anybody who may just be timing on, I am in the King's James Version. Uh, this is universally accepted. You could read it in any because God's word is in the Bible. It's in the word. And you will receive through his spirit if you're, Version isn't really what God wants you to be reading. You know, that's not for me to say. I don't like denouncing Bibles as long as the Bible. The only thing before we get off, actually, it's important to note, is one thing I do denounce is any Bibles that are not just focusing. There's there's a lot of people like, um, I remember I was in Barnes and Nobles one day and there was a Bible. So I was like, I, I'm just making up a name. I don't remember the name was, but it says the Diane's Bible. This wasn't Diane's. I don't remember what the name was, but uh, but is it really her Bible though? So that that right there is a red flag. So I would I would always advise to stay away from those Bibles. Stay away. My biggest understanding is like for Catholics, they have, they do believe in those uh, seven books. Um, I haven't read them yet, so I don't really know what I get from it. But I'm not gonna comment on it just yet and i'm not going to um i don't want to lose i don't want to lose that one word you know what i mean so i will probably end up picking one up and reading it actually, i actually have one at home in the e uh, i have the esv version um i have the gideon and i have the king james versions i like to just read throughout the different versions to see what really the difference is and my, my experience with these versions specifically is they're all similar they're just the only difference is is like the words they use it's not not like so for for a very good example in ezekiel three seventeen, um uh it's the king james version uses this, the the term watchman and in the esv version it is sentinel sentinel so that's like you just it's still i sometimes i feel like you know i like to go back if i have if I don't understand in one version, I'll pick up the ESV or I'll pick up the other opposite version of what I'm reading and see if, if just the wording itself gives me a better understanding of what I'm reading. And, you know, I don't prefer any... I just, I, I, I'm just hungry for God's word. That's it. I'm not hungry for 
religion. I'm not hungry for um, versions. I, I just want the word. That's all I want. So again, now it's just to, for anybody who just started listening to today. Um, just so you know, I am what I'm directly reading from is KJV. So if it doesn't exactly line, like the words are don't exactly align, just know it has the same meaning. And it pretty much is the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, was, that was just a, to have a watchman who's a sentinel. You know what I'm saying? So it's all basically the same. So let's get reading anyway. So let's get reading. So Matthew 5, chapter, uh, verse 1. And seeing the multitudes, he went up into a mountain. And when he was set, his disciples came unto him. And he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, and Now this is Jesus talking. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are they do which hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for they, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye, when men shall revile you and persecute you, and shall all manner of evil against you for my sake. And that's where we're going to, that's where we're going to stop today. Again, we're only going to do the Beatitudes because there's a lot in five. Um, well, there's actually really a lot. It's like 40 verses, but I really, there's a lot. The Beatitudes is something. It's like, yeah, Beatitudes, if you're going to remember anything in the Bible from the get-go, you, you, sh- you should really go over the Beatitudes and get the Beatitudes in your head. You know, get them in your head and and learn from them. You know, that's a, this is this is why I always said, you know, Matthew is a good place. Just when you, if you start to get the Bible, Matthew is a good place to start. Matthew is always he's a I I find he's very straight to the point. He's not really in his version. It's not really you're not scratching your back trying to figure out what he's saying. He's very straightforward. He's very uh, uh, he uses easy word easier words. And he's, I believe he's in the beginning of the gospel for a reason, the beginning of the New Testament for a reason. And I think this is, that was his reason. Like he's very, uh, Matthew, I believe, was a tax collector. And he ended up just falling straight to God. He was one, he was one of Jesus' disciples. So, Let's get into one. So, so he says, sees a multitude. Remember, when we see the word multitudes, that is a crowd. Um, went up into the mountain, and when he sat, his disciples came unto him. They came to him, and he opened his mouth, and he taught them. And so he's the first one is, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Now, what does he mean by poor in spirit? Doesn't he want people who are rich in spirit? No. Jesus was here for those who are poor in spirit. Remember... Before we were learning that, you know, he raises up. We were talking about how he raises up the weak and the lowly. And that's what he's saying here. Think about rich people. Think about people who are rich, right? They don't need money, right? So what good 
is a bank offering to loan them money if they don't need it. But a poor person could use that loan. Someone who's poor and needs the money, who's struggling, they need the loan from the bank. Here it's the same thing. Jesus is saying, well, if someone's rich in spirit, then what do they need from me? People, when people are rich, they're not looking. They're, 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 not, they're not eager because they're already rich of it. They have plenty full of it. You ever realize that people with money, their attitudes are nine times out of ten are just different. Like they're like, they don't, they're not really in a helping kind of move. They don't really want to receive help. They're just worried about where their next buck is getting coming from. They're not worried about anything else. You know what I'm saying? As long as their money's attached, they're not worried about others, about exactly who it comes from, as long as it comes from somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Well, poor people, they need it. They have to. They have to focus on their job as their primary source of income. They have to focus on you know, when they see some other people who are in struggle, who don't have money, and they have a little extra money, they have no problem giving it to them. And the same thing here. When we're poor in spirit, and it co-aligns with the next one. Um, well, actually, let's take a sleep ahead. When it says, blessed are they that which do hunger and thirst for righteousness. That was verse uh, 6. And when you're hungry for something, you're thirsty for something... You seek it, right? So if you're hungry for food, what do you do? You go to food, you go to the kitchen, get you up some food. When you're hungry for the word of God and righteousness, you seek it. So when we're hungry, we should be filled. If we're hungry for the word, we'll be filled. We'll be filled with the word. We'll be filled with righteousness. If that's what we if that's what we're hungry for. If we're not hungry for it, then why would God give it to us? If we're not striving for it, when someone's hungry, you'll do anything you get and get that food, right? So if you're, let's say if you're starving, you had to have food for a week, right? You're going to you're gonna do whatever you can to get food. It's like here, collides with that first one where it's, if, you, if you're poor in spirit and you're weak, and you're struggling, God is there for you to take you out. And when you give it, you give him your words. When you're when you're thirsty and you're poor and you're hungry, that's who God's looking for. People who need him. People who need him. And he's saying you'll be filled. You will be filled. Yours is the kingdom of heaven. God's here for you. Right? This is this you're not in this life alone. Now we're gonna go up back up a little bit and go to our next beatitude, the second. And it's blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. And it's, when we talk about mourning, we're talking about us that mourn and go through troubles and pain. And we're mourning and we're seeking God to comfort us. And he will give us that comfort. And this gives us a reference from Second Corinthians chapter 1, in this first 3 and 4. I'm going to read it real quick. And blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all comfort, who comfort us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble, by the comfort wherewith we, wherever, wherewith, excuse me, we ourselves are comforted of God. So in that saying, now when we are, when we 
experience comfort from the Lord and we understand we, we also give comfort to others. And that's and that's what Jesus is saying here also the Beatitudes like you know, for those who mourn and we seek Jesus Christ and we seek him for comfortness, he will give it to us. He will give it to us. He's not going to just not let us like you know, he's not gonna let us sit there and stoop and, you know, mourn. No. He, when we mourn he's there for us. And that's something that's very important. Uh, Blessed are the meek for which they shall inherit the earth. What does he mean when he's talking about being meek? He's talking about people who are self-restrained, slow to anger. Um, They're merciful. And who can we think of in the Bible that is meek? And that's Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the ultimate example of being meek. Everywhere he went, he was restrained. He didn't fight back. He didn't argue. He wasn't argumentative. He, he was not quick to anger. Or Even when they captured him, did he flip out? No. He let them take him. They, he knew that what had to be done to be done. He went with them. And he didn't fight back. He didn't curse. He didn't spin their faces or anything. He just went. And that's what we got to be. We got to be meek. So when, even when specifically when somebody else, right? Let's think when some, somebody else is bothering us and they're pushing us and getting to our limit. We got to remember that we got to restrain ourselves and keep ourselves cool and calm. And we cannot just fight back. Just keep fighting. We have to just relax. Just relax and just don't let that person get to us. And we will inherit the earth. And meekness is a good quality to have anyways. You know, and we're going to see, you know, something goes right along this, you know, with meekness next. And the next one is blessed are the merciful. For they shall obtain mercy. Now, we did go over the uh, verse 6, uh, which hunger, because we already talked about that. But So we're going to go down to 7. Blessed are the merciful, so they shall obtain mercy. Now, kind of goes along with the verse where we heard, you know, forgive if you shall want to be, in the measure you want to be forgiven. And so if you want to get mercy, you should be merciful. Now, what does merciful mean? Mercy is a big word. For five letters is a pretty big word. And merciful is giving, forgiving somebody in a, in, in a situation where they shouldn't, they don't deserve to be forgiven. So when somebody does something and they're like, you know, you deserve the worst thing to happen to you. Well, when you forgive them and you give, that's giving them mercy and you need to give them mercy because you want to ask God, right? When you want to ask God for mercy from him, because we're going to be judged in which measure we judge, right? So if we don't give mercy, who is God going to give you mercy? How is God going to give you mercy? How? How? If we can't do it ourselves in this human life, in this temporary life, and we need to remember that that's just a little moment in our life. Whenever someone's messing with us or somebody did something to us that you believe is undeserving, 
things are beyond crossing the line and beyond like that's the worst thing that person could have done. We got to remember this is just a small part of our life. How many years do we got? And do we want Jesus Christ to give us mercy? Do you want him to forgive us? Because we are all sinners. We're all greatly sinners. Greatly. We definitely need mercy. We definitely need mercy. And that's why Jesus came to give us that mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. So pure in heart. They're all while pure. They have love for others in their heart. They don't have any hatred, any anger, any grudges. And that is important as well. And you ever realize, you know, when you're not angry and you're not having hate in your heart, I mean, you just, you have less stress. You ever get into a fight with somebody in the moment, like, yo, you hate that person, you could care less if they're in your life or not. You couldn't care less. And then you make up with the person. You just, you, you feel that sense of relief. And you sense that, feel that sense of, oh, you know what? I feel better now. Like, you know, you're not as stressed. Because you're pure in your heart. You have to forget. You have to pure your heart. You have to move on from these horrible feelings. And that goes along with being merciful. Because we have to just move on. Sometimes it may be hard. It may take everything we got, but we got to. Now we're going to go next. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. The peacemakers. And these, this goes along with being meek. So when you're in a fight, right? Let's say you're in a fight, right? I see this all too often. We have a lot of people who are... They're very strong in their opinion. Sometimes we, we don't mix and match well. Well, sometimes you got you have your situations where things are getting angry, and you gotta be you gotta be meek. This is where you, your meekness must come in. Your slow self restraint, and we keep the peace. But not only with us and somebody else. When we see two of our buddies, or two people in the store, and they're about to have it out, try to bring peace. Try to be like, oh, peace, you guys, relax. Jesus is here. It's easy to be peacemakers when nothing's going on, right? It's easy when we're happy and we're not in a bad situation. That's easy. But when we're in the situation, we're in, we're in the moment, it's hard. I've been there myself. For instance, I was, at a, I was at a store one day and this lady was getting mad. And she was flipping out because she was waiting for her food to be made and the people were taking a long time. And I said, man, and she tried to look at me like I, like I was going to chime in. I was like, man, they're, look, they're busy. Get your stuff done. You know, just relax. It's okay. Your food will come. And the thing is, when we, when we do that, actually, it's, it's important that we keep our words very wise. Because even when you mean right, it can come off wrong and just escalate the situation. And you're bringing nothing but peace. Sometimes you got to let people be people. When you see people are not going to be turned. Like if, if you start like, you know, for instance, you start bringing in the word of God and you start bringing and, you know, or you start bringing in some advice and they, it's just making them go further. You sometimes just got to take a step back. It's more worth it. And we move on to the next one. 
Now, the next two work hand in hand. So I'll read them. We'll go to we'll talk about them together. Blessed are persecuted for righteousness sake, for there's the kingdom of heaven. And blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say in manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. This is a big one. This is I think this is saved for last for a reason, because we just don't truly understand is we're going to be persecuted. He's telling us that we're going to be persecuted. People are going to talk against you. Because you preach, preach the name of Jesus Christ. And I know that like, I'll be on social media myself and I'll start, so I'll bring up a Bible scripture or something on a topic, like, you know, about abortion or whatever. And people get reviled and they start to attack me personally. They go on my profile, they look at my pictures, look what I post, and they'll even attack my daughters and my family and myself. They'll, they'll start coming after me. And, you know, it's hard. It's hard sometimes to keep your mouth shut. You know, it's like, you know what? It is what it is. One thing that's important to note is that you should never, ever be afraid to bring the word of God. Ever. And that's what he's saying here. He says, never, for my sake, you should never, never stop preaching the word of God. Look, Remember when he sent, when he sent Moses to the Pharaoh? When he when God said Moses, he sent him right in the enemy's territory. He told us in a chapter we've read. And well, if you all remember what chapter that is, chapter ten, by the way. Um, he said, "I'm sending you like sheep into a, into wolves. I'm sending you out into a pack of wolves." He, we know we're going to be persecuted, and we absolutely will. People. People are just so against God these days. This country, this world. We're all just, they're, they're, everybody's just going away from God. People think they're with God until they're put into a trial. And then when you start beating this down, especially with the comments of the, with the uh, posts about abortion or et cetera, they don't want to hear it. They don't want to let go of their own personal belief on the matters or of whatever the topic is. And at that time, you got to do like I do. I, I, I stop posting. I stop responding and just let what be be. So I do with that. I let what be be. You know, you're not going to change everybody. And God does say, you know, don't give what's holy to dogs. And what do dogs do? They, they eat food. They spit it out. And then eat it again. And then throw it up again. And the thing is, when someone eats food, right? And they throw it up. And they reject when it's not, They throw it up. You don't want to eat it again, right? Same thing with the word. When you give someone the word and they reject it, they throw it back at you. They throw it down. They don't want to hear it. You leave it. Because obviously their heart's not open for it. And then sometimes, sometimes, it may just be you give them the word, they reject it. But they go home. And you think about what you said. You're not pushing it because once when you push somebody, what happens? They get backed into a corner. They become defensive instead of listening. Right? So what's important to note is sometimes they'll just go home and they'll let that, that what, what you said may fester in their mind and they may 
Just so you know what? I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen. And that's what we got to remember. Like, you know, when we are being persecuted, when we're being outcasted or ridiculed or reviled because of preaching the name of God, don't worry. God can take it. God can take the persecution. And so can you. Just give the struggle to God. Give the worry and, and the angerness and the struggle and the stress all to God. He'll take care of it all. Because even in the argument, it's not between you and them, it's between them and God. When they're rejecting Jesus, that's unto them. When you are persecuted, take it. Don't be afraid of any consequences that may come to you for preaching the word of God. Whether it's at work, at school, at your house, at your friend's house, at your family's house. You're going to have family going against you. You're going to have friends, close friends, people you thought were your close friends. And it's going to hurt. It's definitely going to hurt. But you got to endure it, and endure it. Because the Lord Jesus Christ has your back. He has your back and he could take it. He could take all the stress and all the worries. He could take the stress of the whole world. And that's what we need to remember. So this was the Beatitudes. And um, we're going to be finishing off in, uh, tomorrow. And it's going to be a really, really good uh, Bible session. A lot of good stuff on, the, on these coming chapters. Just so you know, these week, this weekend's uh, it's going to be a lot of um, it's going to be a lot of information in these chapters. They're going to be longer uh, first. They're going to be longer sessions. So what might happen is I might just push our weekly sermon to next week uh, on faith because I really want to really dig into these uh, chapters. If I, if I can get it in, I'll, I'll, I'll squeeze it in and I'll upload it. And if you have the subscribe button or the like button or the follow button uh, clicked for this uh, podcast, then you definitely will receive an update and a notification. And if you haven't, do so definitely. So you can receive the notification if I do upload that weekly uh, sermon. Because uh, faith is a good one. Faith, but faith has a lot in it. And I want to give both justice. You see, one I don't upload, I actually debate with myself, should I do I do a real quick one? And I say no, only because I don't want to rush it. Like in the days I don't do, I, I, I don't want to rush it because I don't want to skip any important information. I don't want to ruin it. And I definitely don't want to, uh, definitely don't want to uh, minister bad word. I don't want to give you bad word and say one thing and when it actually means another or it says another. So I don't want to mess it up. So I I just feel it's better to pray and read it myself and then come back the next day when I have more time. So anyways, again, if anybody has any comments, questions, concerns, any suggestions for the podcast, if you need advice, if you need to vent, whether something going on in your personal life or your professional life or anything, I am a very, very good listener. I have open ears. I'll I will give you any I'll give you any biblical advice or even personal advice if you choose. Um, everything you say is absolutely confidential. I will not use it against you. You don't have to tell me your name. 
my email is Christians United Ministry. That's Christians with an S, United Ministry at gmail.com. My name is Travis. This is Christians United Ministry. God be with you.